Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday are rambling about those Los Angeles Rams. Ramble on. Welcome to the very first edition of Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce, and I'm Doc Holliday. This is brought to you by, still yet to be determined, Fortune 500 sponsors. Even if you're not a Fortune 500, you can be a Fortune 50, but you can still be a part of this amazing podcast. As I said, I'm Doc Holliday, and my guy, the brethren, Isaac Bruce, Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce. Isaac, how you doing, man? Hey, what's up, Doc? You know what? First and foremost, man, I want to say this, that uh, I'm so excited to be uh, a part of this podcast, man, called Ramblings, man. Listen, I get to be a homer. Listen, I get to be the, <laughs> the, the homer that I always am. You know what I mean? I, I, you know, I don't have to hold any punches talking about which team I like, which team I love, the ins, the outs, how it goes down in the locker room, my thoughts about the Rams, coaching, uh, everything from the front front office picks to to, 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 to guys coming in and, and people leaving. So um, I get to be able to really talk about the team that I know and the team that I love, man. So I'm truly honored to be on this podcast with you, man. And, uh, I just give it an applause, man, and uh, I'm happy to be here, baby. No doubt about it, man. It's truly a blessing, man. All praises to the Most High, man, for this amazing opportunity, man. And like you said, you're a homer. I'm a homer as well. Now, everybody know who Isaac Bruce is, man. He's, like I said, 2020. Pro Football Hall of Famer. I played for the Rams. Ike and I, Isaac and I actually played together at Memphis State slash the University of Memphis. Then the little time I spent with the St. Louis Rams uh, up there, I, I kind of stayed with Isaac. You know, Big Bank, take care of Little Bank. We brothers, so we did that thing. And it was absolutely amazing. But, of course, Ramblings is all about talking about the Los Angeles Rams. Isaac is a homer. I'm a homer as well because I love the La Rams. But we haven't talked. This is our very first episode, so of course we got to touch on Isaac. Finally, man, inducted, voted in to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. You had to wait all of those years of eligibility, year after year, waiting after waiting. I was pissed off. Everybody was pissed off, but you, you were never pissed off. You were always patient because you knew the day would come. Now, I think towards the end, you got a little upset, like, man, what's taking so long? But you finally make it. First of all, man, you know, just tell me how that process has been since it happened. Of course, you haven't been not going to be inducted this year. But we're going to talk about that later. But just tell me, man, about this entire process, man. You know, man, first and foremost, man, I thank God for every, 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 every blessing, every benefit, every opportunity uh, to be a, a professional football player, number one, 
and then to be uh, have an opportunity to, to play a game I love for so many years and then just to, you know, put the icing on the cake, the, the, the crown on top of the head to be uh, voted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Uh, a special honor, man, is truly humbling, um, you know, from the from the, the, the congratu- congr- congratulatory uh, phone calls, the text messages that I received, man. Just th- going through the whole process, man, you know, I heard voice after voice, uh, fans, uh, guys who have already uh, been inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, you know, really just encouraging me just to uh, enjoy the ride. And, you know, some of the things that they told me, Doc, was that, you know, once you're finally voted in, uh, everything that you thought uh, had about the journey, you just forget about it, man. It was so true. I mean, that, that very night down in Miami, uh, once uh, the Pro Football Hall of Fame uh, president, uh, David Baker, knocked on my door. Big dude. And, uh, after that, you know, when I opened the door, Doc, it was so real. You know, just having, being able to share that moment with my family, my wife, uh, my two girls. Uh, and, and it was it was amazing, man, just to have have that feeling. You know, my 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 heart went into my stomach and, uh, you know, I, I immediately, you know, started thanking God for for the many blessings that he's, he's laid upon me. And uh, it, it's funny, Doc, because every call I got, uh, every different text messages I got, uh, it's, it's amazing how football just intertwined with a whole lot of different uh, friends and family that uh, that grew and that came on board throughout this entire journey, man. And you know, when I got those calls, when I got that text from that, that person, you know, let's say from, for, from you, for instance, when I got the text from you, you know, I immediately think about, you know, the days in, in uh, South Hall. No doubt. You know, uh, going to South, South Campus and practicing and getting prepared to play. Uh, you know, it's just amazing how many times, you know, how much football has intertwined with a lot of relationships that we build over the year. And this was none different. Now, when Isaac says South Campus, everybody, you know, University of Memphis, you know South Hall, South Campus. South Hall is actually where the athletes stayed, Isaac football team, basketball team. Uh, uh, then South Campus is where the University of Memphis practice facilities are. So, yeah, man, it takes you all the way back, man. And just going back to that day, Ike, I know you and I talked, man. Uh, that night, man, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, you had, a, you had a party at your house. I mean, house is, house is nice, man. You know, that the house is a blessing. Uh, but just talk about that part because I'm looking at the pictures, man, and see, I mean, I'm a fan, but I'm not a fan because when you play, but you do have so much respect. But you're like my brother, man. So I sit back and reflect on, man, when I first saw you at the University of Memphis, man, you route running one Sam Mustang, everybody. Everybody knew you was going to be special then. But then you look at you, man, you're like, hold on, man. My brother is one of the best to ever play this game. Then I'm looking at your house. You see big Orlando Pace, man. You see your boy Tory Holt, your brother Tory Holt, who was actually a finalist as well, didn't get voted in. But talk about that, like having Tory at your crib just chilling like, hey, man, it's all good because my brother's in there. Uh, you know what? It's something that we, we've probably done so many times before. Thanksgiving, holidays, uh, during the holidays in December and, and things of that nature. But, you know, just to be, just have, uh, you know, guys like that, like Orlando Pace, Pro Football Hall of Fame, Orlando Pace, Tory Holt. My friends, my family, come and celebrate uh, a momentous moment like that with me, man. Is it, you know, you know, as football players, you know, we don't play to be liked, uh, we don't play to be loved, we we play to be respected. I mean, what you do on the football field really determines, you know, if you're going to respect a guy or not. And that respect ultimately sometimes it grows into liking a person, and then from the liking, you know, it goes into loving a person. So when 
you know, I see my guys uh, really uh, uh, accomplish a, a huge accomplishment from a standpoint of uh, being voted into a Hall of Fame. You know, Torrey was voted into the College Football Hall of Fame not long ago. Big O had his moment as far as the Pro Football Hall of Fame is concerned. You know, I'm genuinely excited for those guys. And it's, it's, it's humbling and it's great to see those guys that are, you know, you know, we played over maybe 10 years ago together. Still, still willing to come out and celebrate with me and, uh, you know, have a meal, break a meal and really just enjoy each other's presence, man. It's, it's, it's really unique to have that situation. And, and um, I'm very grateful for it, man. How has your life changed, man, since the Hall of Fame induction? Has it? Because I know you, man. You always stay humble. You stay even keeled. But, I mean, has it been more active, more demanding on your time? Because I see you doing a lot of interviews, but I, I figure you've been doing a lot of interviews anyway. Yeah. Well, it's changed somewhat. I mean, cause certainly with the, uh, the current climate that we have here in the nation, uh, with, with things that are going on from, you know, COVID-19 to uh, social injustices, you know, it's it's it's. It's uh, at a standpoint where, you know, you do a lot more video interviews. Uh, people, are, uh, you know, they introduce you differently, obviously, uh, kind of like you did. Yeah, yeah, no you know, doubt. No doubt. Podcast. But it's, it's definitely a different hat, Doc. I mean, I think, you know, uh, many times it's, it's, it's like you, you, you're being prepared for promotion before you actually get that promotion. So I think the preparation part of it has been taking place for a very long time. And I'm grateful for it, man. So I'm, I'm, I'm in it two feet deep and uh, I plan on using the platform not only to represent the Pro Football Hall of Fame, but also the Los Angeles Rams, uh, you know, for especially them for giving me an opportunity way back in 1994, drafting me out of Memphis and uh, telling me that I was going to be their guy. So I think, you know, just having that platform and being with those guys and and everything that uh, Georgia Frontier did, uh, everything that uh, Stan Kroenke has done for me, it's going to be important that, you know, I represent not only that organization, not only the Pro Football Hall of Fame, but just represent my culture, just represent my people and my family. Uh, it, it's going to be important. So I look forward to doing that, Doc. Now, and talking about that, man, going back to, you know, them making you that second round draft pick, man. And I'm pretty sure, man, is, is there anything you remember the most about that first year in L.A.? First touchdown catch. I still remember when you blocked that punt, man. You were so excited. I was like, man, they got my guy on punt block. But those are things, those are things you have to do sometimes when you first get in the league, man. I mean, you know, uh, any moment that stands out that first year as a Los Angeles Ram because they were in L.A. before they went to St. Louis. So anything stand out about that first year, man? It was, you know, I had quite a few moments, man. Just, uh, you know, my very first game and, um, you know, I came in. Uh, I wasn't the starter initially. I, I came in as, a, as the third receiver, and I was playing behind the great Flipper Anderson and Jesse Hester, and I was the third guy off the bench. You know, the first game was versus the Phoenix Cardinals at the time before they switched the name to Arizona. And the first time I look up, I'm being covered by Pro Football Hall of Famer Aeneas Williams. So hmm. things like that happen a lot. You know, we played games. I think we played the AFC uh, West that year. Uh, so that means we had to see John Elway. I got an opportunity to see and play against John Elway up close and personal. And, you know, my classmate, my 2020 classmate was on the defensive end, Steve Atwater, man. Just to see him in person, how big this dude <laughs> yeah. was standing out there with huge shoulder pads and and able to really just control the deep, uh, the deep hashes, man, the, the, the way he did. So. Uh, things like that stuck out to me, and it really let me know that I was in the, in the, in the, in the NFL at that time. You know, just having those games, seeing those guys, playing against those guys. So it was definitely eye-opening, and uh, I have those things at the at the front of my thinking, and, and they and, and 
to be honest, they actually cross my mind quite quite often, man. Now, Hall of Fame induction ceremony, of course, postponed. Yeah. Disappointing to you, man. I'm pretty sure you understand, understand, but some kind of disappointment? It's a huge disappointment. You know, probably not from my stand, but as far as my family, as far as uh, my friends, as far as everybody who had, uh, you know, something to do with uh, the promotion on, on, on my journey, the, the guys who helped me, guys who take me, guys who probably, uh, uh, you know, educated me as far as being a receiver, being a professional, uh, the masseuse, the massage therapist, you know, they all played a part in, you know, the, 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 the development of Isaac Bruce. So having that moment postponed this year, because I think, uh, you know, a lot of people will, have been waiting for this moment, including myself. I, you know, I think it just, you know, makes for a better uh, enshrinement. You know, they, we're calling it already the best one in, in 2021. Hmm. So um, I'm sure we'll get that opportunity. Hopefully, uh, you know, they, 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 you know, you know, they make it. And if they're combining the classes for next year that, you know, everyone's happy, everyone does, there's enough space to uh, everyone can enjoy, you know, go to the museum, uh, see the other guys being inducted at the same time. So just my friends and my families, man, you know, have to, you know, push this thing back a year. So, but for the safety of everyone, man, I think that's most important that everyone come in and go out healthy. But you are already in the Hall of Fame, though, man. They just hadn't had the induction ceremony because you've sent them some things too. Now, I mean, they they they, they got you in. They got you in the in, what what is it, uh, the Hall of Fame? They got your stuff, man. What did you send them, Ike B? Well, um, you know what they want us to do is uh, after you get, you know, the call after you've uh, uh, had your uh, what we call it measurement Monday after the Super Bowl that day. Um, one of the next things that you know the Hall asks for is for you to kind of set up a locker. So. They want a locker similar to what you had during your professional career. So um, I sent helmets, uh, sent uh, game worn jerseys. I sent Super Bowl 36 jersey. I, w- I was I was a little hesitant. Whoa, about whoa, whoa. You sent the Super Bowl. Oh, who, what? You know, I still got Super Bowl 34, but 36, you know, it's kind of. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, you think about the yeah. result of that thing. Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah. Don't get me started on that, Doc, but. You know, just some some practice stuff, man, to kind of, you know, give give friends, families and and people who are visiting the hall an opportunity to see how, you know, our daily life was, you know, sometimes before and after practice. That man said that that is expendable. I'm glad we went, but y'all can have this one. You can't have the other one, though. But yeah. Hey, hey, and uh, now. Have you got? Because I know you used to like to visualize, man. You you got me on that too when I was at at Memphis, man, about visualizing before games. So uh, I'm pretty sure you have visualized, you know, your Hall of Fame speech, that moment getting up there on stage. I mean, what are you expecting, man? When it when it does actually happen? Well, to be honest, Doc, yeah, I have been using my imagination, man, uh, for a very long time for this moment. And, uh, you know, my prayer is that, you know, the speech that is delivered is, is number one, impactful. Um, uh, it's, it's heard years after it's given. And, you know, it changes lives. I mean, I think these are these are moments, these are opportunities where athletes and uh, players like myself, we can really uh, open up and be vulnerable and let people know, uh, you know, what makes Isaac Bruce Isaac Bruce or, you know, the people that help me or uh, being willing to receive that help because, you know, those are two different things. And if, you know, there's people willing to help you and you're not willing to be helped, you know, that can be only detrimental to yourself. So I think, uh, you know, being able to, uh, you know, have a platform, platform, 
you know, which the Pro Football Hall of Fame provides and be able to be able to deliver an impactful message, uh, you know, quite similar to some of the greats. I've I've said I've sat in the congregation or I've sat in the audience from uh, watching some teammates go in. Uh, Aeneas Williams, you know, one of his his quotes in that his speech was, you know, to die empty. And I really felt that. And uh, just just make sure that you accomplish everything that you were here, that you were put here on earth to do even down to the very last detail. So um, hopefully that I'm hoping that my message, uh, my speech is impactful to a lot of people in a lot of different ways. Doc. And that was going into my next question, man. Now, I know you've been watching Hall of Fame induction ceremonies over the years. I don't know if you really watched the last couple or not when you were supposed to be in. I don't know if you watched. Did you watch? Did you watch the last couple? Couple, I. I, you know, I, if, if if it came across the television, I'd pause for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you know, out of respect for a couple of uh, receivers, um, yeah. Randy Moss being one. Oh, no doubt. Uh, the great uh, Tony Gonzalez being another. You know, I, I you know I, I think we have similar thinking, so I'd love to hear what those guys had to say. But you know, after that, I didn't, I didn't stick around. I kind of flipped over and you know watched something that was educational. Now, do you have a top Hall of Fame memory, man, of watching the Hall of Fame, what somebody said, maybe what somebody did or, you know, somebody you was looking forward to? Just do you have a top Hall of Fame memory? Um, if I had to have a top Hall of Fame moment, man, I mean, I, you know what? Uh, out of respect for uh, my generation, out of respect for my, my, my draft class, I'd have to say Marshall would be in my top three or four or five guys, man, because – you know, he was that guy. I mean, he, he didn't disappoint. He came in with a lot of fanfare out of San Diego State, uh, you know, being the second pick of the draft behind Big Daddy Wilkinson. And, uh, you know, ultimately ended up in St. Louis, you know, playing for the Rams. So just to see him go in, knowing that a guy from my class had, had made it to the, you know, you know what, what a lot of us call football heaven and uh, just having his speech. Uh, another guy would be Deion Sanders. I, you know, I, uh, he's a Florida guy. I, I, I grew up kind of grew up watching him play. And, and, you know, just the moment when he put his bandana on his bus, man, I thought that really was was the icing on the cake for him. But, you know, a lot of guys, man, a lot of guys go up there and, man, you just see uh, you just see inside their lives, man, the stories that they tell, you know, from the Warren Saps to, uh, you know, you know, Damani Dawson's man, these guys who have really just been in the trenches, uh, guys who play your position. You, I mean, you look forward to hearing these guys and and, and see if there's some similarities to your story. So. Um, that's happened uh, a lot of times. And, and uh, who knows, man, between 20, 2020, 2021, we may get a lot of that, man. There's a lot of great names that are coming up for the hall next year. And uh, there was a lot of great names that, that got chosen this year. So it'll be awesome, man. Now, I have I have some top Hall of Fame memories, man. You know, I, I, I look, looked up to a lot of players, man, especially running backs. You know, Walter Payton is one of my all-time favorites, man. And, and Barry Sanders, B. Sanders, that's – just that dude. Then we share the same birthday, July 16th, man. So Barry Sanders, the great, greatest running back to ever play in the NFL to me. But I be my, my top Hall of Fame moment, man, is, is uh, hey, man, it's, it's got to be Ray Lewis, man. And and the reason why I say, you, you remember Ray Lewis, you remember his speech at the Hall of Fame, right? It, it lasted like two weeks. The handless mic? Yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. But the, the reason why Ray Lewis stand out to me, man, is because – Hey, he had he he had that hair painted on, man, and I I still that's just that that's just still hilarious to me, man. I know Ray's your boy, you know. I don't know Ray. I played against Ray, you know, in college when we went down there and played them Hurricanes. Oh, you gave the Miami Hurricanes business in the Orange Bowl that 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 right. year too. You know what I'm saying? We we lost the game, but 
Uh, that's my top Hall of Fame moment, man. Just seeing Ray Lewis out there, man, with just, with, with just that hair painted on, man. It, it's just it's stuck in my and and I what you what, what you call that, man? You you call that? That's the, the big gene. The big gene. Yeah, that's what he said. I ain't. I don't use. I got a hair full of hair. You know what I'm saying? I don't use that, man. The big gene. Just Ray Lewis having that big gene on his head, man. Even though he was a killer on that field, that just that image, man, stuck in my head, man. But seriously though, man, congratulations to you, man. Congratulations to all the 2020 Pro Football Hall of Fame inductees, man. Especially Edgerman James. That dude was the truth, man. So to finally see him get in there now. I be my, now, this is something that I want to do. And all I'm going to do, man, I'm, I'm going to go through this, man, and, you know, you just give me your opinion. I, I'm not going to ask you to do this, but, I, you know, I, I want to tell you my top Hall of Fame team, like players that's in the Hall of Fame by position. That's cool? That's cool, man. That's cool. I mean, uh, you know, the Rams are represented well in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So let's, let's see how many uh, end up on your team, man, on your – Pro Football Hall of Fame all-time team, man. I mean, I'm sure you've done your homework on this, and uh, I'm pretty interested to see, you know, the positions and the players that you name at these positions. No doubt about it, man. Now, you know, I do, and I'm going to tell everybody right now, I got my team not going to have a tight end on it because Ooh. I got to I gotta have three running backs, man. I mean, I'm just not going to have a tight end, man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, three you know, running backs? Three running backs, man, because between these three running backs, I had to put all three of them in there. I mean, I, ain't, I don't even know how to leave them out. But now I want to say this. This does not include the class of 2020 now because you all are in the Hall of Fame yet, but y'all haven't been actually inducted. So, you know, this does not include you and your class, Isaac. Cool? All right, brother? That's fair. I don't That's want no damn problems out of you, man, because you know you're my all-time favorite receiver, man. You're my brother, but you're still my all-time favorite receiver. So this does not include the class of 2020. So we're going to start with the quarterback. My all-time Hall of Fame quarterback, Joe Montana, man. I mean, I know you can't. You can't. What? What, bro? Joe Montana. I like Joe. Joe. I like Joe, man. Joe, Joe's, Joe's, Joe's one of my favorite guys as well, man. I mean, anytime you got a guy who, who can really take a system and really elevate it the way he did, and me being in Florida, growing up in Florida, him playing in San Francisco, for me to be on a first-name basis with Joe Montana, he had to be a, one of the greatest quarterbacks ever to play this game. Man. And you always knew he was going to make the right decision and the right throw. You know, what I mean? He had some weapons, but you knew he was going to always make the right decision. Cool money, Joe, man. Cool money. Now, here are my three running backs, man. My starter. You know, I got to go with my boy, man. My starter. What? No, I'm starting all three of them. Forget it, because it's 11. It's 11. Barry Sanders, that's one Ike. Marshall Falk, Eric Dickerson. All three of them, I mean, I'm just saying, man. That's why I say ED, even if I want to be like, ED, look, man, I need you to. I'm sorry, ED, I can't, man. You, you too cold for me to be calling you ED, bro. I mean, I got to salute you. Uh, Mr. Dickerson, you know, even if, you know, he's a big back, man. If I want to be like, ED, you get in the H-back, man, which would be like tight end, you know, for a player too. But come on, bro. You got to be with me on that. Barry Sanders, Marshall Falk, Eric Dickerson, bro. It's hard to argue. You got two Rams in there? Yeah. Now, it, it, it's, it's hard to argue. Now, my me being a wide receiver, I would love to be on that team because the, it's going to have eight, nine boxes, and I got one-on-one on the outside. But uh, I, I'm biased. I'm big-time biased. Wait, is there somebody else you would put in there? It, it, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, now listen, there, <laughs> what, bro? Be some honorable mentions, you got to go with the great Jim Brown, Mr. Mr. Jim Brown, yeah. number one. Earl Campbell, 
I mean, these guys are, uh, I mean, Doc, but I'm, I'm biased. Uh, if I had to choose between the three, Marshall Falk all day long, man. That's me. That's I got me. you, man. Okay. But you, you cool with the list, though. You know what I'm saying? I mean, hey, you can't, hey, look, bro, I got the big back with Eric Dixon, you know, because yes. he'll get you a tough. But, you know, Marshall Falk will get you, get you some tough yardage, too. That dude run hard as well, man. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, in between the tackles, we're not even talking about uh, tough yardage running the ball. He can, You can split this guy out, and he can run routes like a receiver. So uh, I've seen it up close and personal. So uh, I'm biased from that point, that standpoint. And uh, that's a serious group, man. That's a serious group of three. Uh, why receivers? I only got two, man. You know, hey, I'm, I'm a running back. I want to run the rock, but two. Jerry Rice, Randy Moss. Say no more. Say no more. Isaac, say no more, bro. Now, I'm just saying that this does not include the class of 2020. Jerry Rice, Randy Moss, Isaac. Come on, man. Hey, definitely, definitely two, two great names, two great football players, not only wide receivers. And my, my question is, I think you picked two X's. Uh, who, who's who's the X? Who's the Z? It, it doesn't matter, bro. I'm not putting them in the X. I'm not putting in the X and the Y and the Z. It's just the two the two best, bro. Because as as good as they are, man, as, as well as Jerry ran routes, man. You could I just I just want to split both of them out. You on one side, you on the other side. I got my three backs in the back backfield. This this is what we dealing with, man. Yeah, you, know yeah, you, you have uh, definitely a route technician in Jerry Rice, man. I mean. Uh, he was the standard in the NFL for a very long time. And I, I don't think, you know, y- you can argue right now that he's still not, you know, the, that, that prototype model that guys who, who coming into the league are not modeling their, their game after. So um, and then you have Mr. Randy Moss, man, who, you know, even in cover two, I mean, I don't think uh, a defense had to adjust to a player of his caliber way back since we played against Bob Bullet Hayes. So, I mean, he's, he's the reason zone defenses exist in the NFL, Bob Bullet Hayes. So when you bring in a Randy Moss, very similar in speed, um, you know, I, I can't argue with it. I can't argue with the choice, though. You know what I'm saying? Even though Jerry Rice lost a lot of points with me, man, when he did that Popeye's commercial with that chicken helmet. But what he did on the field, he is that dude. Now, my offensive lineman, man, I, I'm just going to put it like this. Offensive tackle, big old Orlando Pace, without a doubt. Willie Rofe. Larry Allen, Steve Hutchison, and my center is DeMonte Dawson, man. So say you. So say you, bro. Oh, man. I love Jackie Slater, man. You know what I'm saying? Because Jackie, and I I looked at, because Jackie is a legend, man. And when I was in in camp with the Rams, man, Jackie was giving me all this, you know, he was giving me all this advice. He was constantly keeping me uplifted, even though, you know, knowing that, you know, they were about to cut me. I didn't know they was going to bring me back. But, you know, Jackie still was working with me. Come on. I mean, come on, Isaac. Can I, can, I, can, I, can I make one change? Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's gonna, why I'm asking you. Listen, listen. Obviously, I'm going to keep the left tackle, no doubt. Yeah. But I'm going to bring in uh, Jonathan Ogden and make him a right tackle. I got you. I, I'll put him at right tackle. I mean, you're talking about a dominant force for every day he spent in the league. Uh, to have big old protecting the blind side and put J.O. on the other side. Hey, man, let's go, man. Let's go. Let's go fight. Whoever. Whoever went up. I'm with you. I mean, I, I get you not. That's my offense. It's done, man. It's done. We balling. You get your 11, I get my 11. We balling. Now, defense, we're going to roll through this kind of quickly, man, because it shouldn't really be any question, man. Defense, my D-line. That's what I'm going with. Got to go with the Reb. Reggie White, Lawrence Taylor, Charles Haley, Warren Sapp, Cortez Kennedy. Nose tackle. I'm putting Cortez at nose tackle, man, because he's quick. 
You know what I'm saying? Strong, get leverage on you. What up, bro? You know, first of all, I'd love to be in practice to watch the nine on seven between these two, the offense and defensive line. Right? Here. I mean, you're talking about a, a, a pay-per-view moment. That's what you have with these guys right here, and 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 uh, it would be hyped, it would be talked, and uh, they will definitely put their hands on each other. But I, I can't argue with Lawrence Taylor, uh, Warren Sapp, uh, Cortez Kennedy. Uh, you talk about two guys out of that group that's, that's you know you know kind of Florida raised now, Doc. So, yeah, I know. But but uh, I mean, that's a group that's gonna definitely stop the run and get after the quarterback, man. They don't they don't need a lot. They don't need too much blitzing to get after the quarterback with that front. No doubt about it. Now linebackers, no order, now. no particular order, but these are my three linebackers, man. This is how I'm going with Ray Lewis, Derek Thomas, Mike Singletary. It's tough, bro. It's tough. It's, it's tough. I think I think I I I'd put uh, Derek Brooks in there. You put um, DB in there. I put Derek Brooks in there. Who are you taking um, out? Because I know Ray and and Mike both of them like you know they like court, the quarterback, line. The def- huh? Yes. Um, Derek Brooks has to be on the field. I mean, you, you're talking about from a, 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 a cerebral, uh, from a physical to a to a. A guy that anticipates well. I mean, somebody that I played against, and uh, I saw his his ability to affect uh, a defense, affect an offense, and really to uh, his ability to read and react. Man, I I think it was unmatched. And he he's the captain of a, a defense that had probably multiple Pro Football Hall of Famers on it, and he was the leader of that defense. So I got to get him on the field, Doc. Well, who's That's coming it. off the field, then, bro? You got to bring. We got to bring somebody off. I ain't even got to my, D, my DBs. If somebody got to come off the field. Who coming off the field? Then? This is your team. That's right. That's what I'm saying. But you, <laughs> but you just okay. Team. All right. You have to do the sitting. I mean, I'm just telling you who I would replace that person with. Okay, so I got to make the decision who who comes yeah, on to come off. DB is pretty 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 simple, man. Deion Sanders, Daryl Green, corners, safety, Ed Reed, man. I, I'm not arguing. With it. I'm not arguing about it. Come on, Ed, Ed Reed, dog. Okay, you got you got you got. Daryl Green. Yeah. Got Ed Reed at one safety. Who's your second safety? I got Deion Sanders at the corner. I got Deion and Daryl on the corner. I'm doing Ed. You know, I'm, I'm doing the 53. Doing the 53 oh. defense. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. I'm running the 53 defense. <laughs> so uh, you're, saying, you're saying Joe Montana's not going to have an opportunity to throw the ball. That's is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. I mean, you know, I'm just – well, they actually on the same team, so we facing somebody else. So anybody else, look, bro, we're doing the 53, man. They man and man. Deion man up. Daryl man up. We ain't doubling none. Ed, go get them. Go I get him. I love it. I love it. Nothing but man. Man, what else? What? What, what else we gonna play? Cause I, you know, what else we gonna? What, what else do we need to play? I guess it, any any other coverage would would you know be disrespectful to those guys? I guess. Huh? So thank you. All right. Well, <clears throat> well. All right. Well, well. Look, since we got the team, we got the players, and uh, you know, you can't uh, really close the door until you have a coach. So who, who's your coach? Uh, how, how about this? How about you give me a head coach and a and uh, two coordinators. Man, let me let me uh, right, let, let me break this down to you, bro. Let me let me let me break this down to you, brother. Man. When you got ballers like that, man. When you got ballers like that, you don't need a coach, dog. You can pretty mm. much you, you can Barry Switzer this team. Oh. Barry Switzer shows up to the Dallas Cowboys. I didn't say anything to them dudes. I just let them do what they do, and that's what he said. <laughs> and they won. They got no coach. Cause guess what, bro? We ain't got no subs, so they don't need to come in and out. Ain't no subs. We just going twenty-two versus twenty-two. We, I mean, we ain't got no kickers. 
I don't deal with them. We ain't punting the ball. We ain't, we ain't going for three. We just we, just, we either scoring a touchdown or we ain't doing nothing else at all. No coach, no coordinator. Court, Joe Montana's the coordinator. Okay. Joe Montana's the coach. Okay. And Jerry Rice. On offense, on defense, man, just do what y'all do. Reggie, Mike, all y'all dudes, man, y'all pretty smart. Charles Haley, extremely smart dude. You know what I'm saying? Hey, do what y'all do, man. Absolutely. No coach, you know, no coach. So, team sound pretty good to you, bro? Hey, man, definitely a dream team. I mean, uh, definitely a dream team. I mean, um, like I said, I think practices would be a whole lot more exciting than, than a game. So, uh, I'd, I'd love to see the 907. I'd love to see the one-on-ones. Uh, I'd love to see the tackles pass rushing and uh, uh, where the defensive ends pass rushing against the tackles. And I'd love to stand there and just watch it all. I would too, man. Absolutely amazing. But you know what? That's going to do it for this very first episode of Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. Now, the next episode, of course, we got to talk about them L.A. Rams, man, what to kind of look for. I got, I think, Isaac has some players, a player that the Rams drafted, man, that he's just absolutely excited about. I'm excited about, too, because my man is actually from this area. Isaac, you was telling me about him, Cam Akers, and I hadn't just really thought about him. I watched him. Hey, he can play. But that's on the next episode of Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. Isaac, till the next one, man. Hey, man, uh, awesome job today. And I'll tell you what, uh, you know, since we're talking Pro Football Hall of Fame, big shout out to all the Pro Football Hall of Fame Ram members, uh, the Tom Max, Jackie Slater, Eric Dickinson, Jack Youngblood, Marshall Falk, all these guys, ones that, ones that come, uh, Tory Holt and London Fletcher, man. We're going to throw him in there as well. So um, uh, Tom Fears, guys like that. So big shout out to those guys, man. Oh, London uh, Fletcher was the truth, too. See, when you start calling all the – Rams that are in the Hall of Fame, you can't leave anybody out, man. You see, you started calling. You, I mean, I ain't even hear you say Big O, and that's your boy. Hey, hey, I wasn't done. Big O patient, but listen, Kurt Warner. I mean, <laughs> Kurt, you know, we're gonna we're gonna read the comments of this show after afterwards, and then you know we. And here's the thing about us: we're we're not afraid of being wrong, and uh, we're still very coachable. So, uh, if I forgot anyone, so what? <laughs> Deal with it. Be tough. Don't cry. But anyway. Until next week, me and Isaac Bruce, we up out of here. We gone. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.